BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is a transformative time for black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. When the time comes to plan your next big getaway, know we got a destination idea for you. Orlando. Just think about it. The thrills at their 15 world-class theme parks, followed by awesome outdoor adventures, amazing food festivals, and top-notch dining spots. Orlando has all that and much more than you'd expect. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. That's visitorlando.com for everything you need for an amazing getaway. Fox Sports Radio. This is up on game. Caught by Hushmanzada for the touchdown. You want NFL experience? Manning it, Burris alone, touchdown, and it's intercepted. LeVar Arrington. Then this is the show for you with LeVar Arrington. F Tom Brady. You know what? I take it back. TJ Hushmanzada. They lose first round? Mike McCarthy's out of there. And Plaxico Burris. Tom Brady's no longer there. It's turned into a dictatorship up there in New England. Three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. Live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. Here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris. Are you trying to go hot now? Welcome in to our number two. We're broadcasting live from Tire Rack. Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. If you missed hour one, you can always go check us out. Search up on game. You also can check out the other content that we put out there as well. Super dope. It's up on game presents wherever it is you get your podcast from. You want to check us out on the Twitter? Hit up at Hush84, at Plexico Burrs, at Fox Sports Radio. I'm at LeVar Arrington. You can also listen live on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR or Fox Sports Radio. All right, fellas, we got a legendary moment with Rashad Jennings uh, this week. And I thought it was pretty cool talking with Rashad. He's a pretty cerebral dude. Um, You know, has some very, very cool um, and creative uh, thoughts and 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 kind of perspectives on on how life works. Here's Rashad Jennings with this week's legendary moment. 
presents Conversations with a Legend. And now, this is your legendary moment. My last question to you is legacy. What's the one thing that when it's all said and done, you would like to be remembered for? That's, that's, a, that's a deep one. Um, one, I always say that if, if I'm known just as a running back, I'm a failure, mm. um, for sure. 100%, I failed everybody. God has given me so many driven inklings and in, in, in different styles of talents um, that if I'm not exploring those, I'm truly a failure. I would like to be remembered as a, as a man that, that strived um, for, for greatness. Now, there's a quote I'll give you. Okay. It's not a quote I live by, but it's, it's a quote written in such a way that if somebody were to shadow my life and have to take notes on how I'm succeeding, it may inspire them to write th these words. And it's the master in art of living shows little distinction between his work and his play, his labor and his leisure, his love and his religion. He just simply pursues everything he does with excellence, leaving others to decide, is he working or is he playing? But to him, he's always doing both. Mm. And um, that's how I want to be remembered. Profound, my G. And I like that. I subscribe to that. I definitely subscribe to that. I mean, I, I thought it was a profound word. I mean, so many times, and then every time we do uh, – a conversation with with legends. It's always I always end off the, the the conversation with asking what you want your lasting legacy to be when when it's all said and done. And you know, I thought that was a a very very enlightened enlightened answer. I mean, what what was your what was y'all's takeaway from that? I mean, I thought it was pretty deep. Anybody there? Is that? Am I here? Yeah, oh man! Uh, yeah, it was. No plex, plex had been responding. <laughs> is uh, is oh, anyone man. out there? Are y'all? Are y'all yeah, there? Yeah. No. Y'all watching these games? Uh, hey, but nah, you you, you got to think though. Rashad Jennings, if I'm not mistaken, came. He was he played at Liberty uh, mm -hmm. football. In, if in I'm, Virginia. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, and so that quote was. Uh, that's pretty it's good. Educated. Yeah. It's educated. And so when when he quote. said that, it was just like I remember him uh playing with the Giants. He always seemed as if he carried himself just a little differently than just what we're accustomed to. And when you hear him quote himself in that manner, it was like I was like, wow. You know, I'm listening to him what he was saying, and I can't even remember verbatim exactly what it was but when he when you just hear it it's like ah okay he's a different dude dancing with the stars i mean he, he pretty much he pretty much made a career for himself in football when we all know um it wasn't supposed to go as far as it did considering how he got into the league and so um again i don't know if i met him we said what's up here and there but a different dude very smart guy Wish nothing but the best for him. Yeah, Man, yeah. obviously, uh, you know, with Rashad playing here, uh, I, I have had the opportunity to sit down and rap with him, you know, from time to time. And just like you say, man, you just know when you're having a conversation some, with somebody that they are uh, out-of-the-box thinker. 
And I think for him, you know, going through the injuries and dealing with the business side of football, he already knows that he doesn't need football to continue on to what he wants to accomplish in life. I mean, look at what he's done. It's like you said, the man went on the Dance of the Stars, won that. He has a uh, New York bestseller, uh, a book. bestseller book yeah, in, in, in life. So uh, you, you just know that, you know, when you in the presence of certain people and you just sit sit back and just listen, you know, to what they have to say and, and how they think, you just know that, you know, they are a little bit, you know, different and special. And for him to be able to walk away from, from the game of football, like what you play five or six years at, at running back and step away from it, and now you're even having more success with something that, that you wanted to do as a little kid, man, all you can do is tip your hat to him. I just found his conversation to be very, very, like I said, it's it's enlightening. It, it was profound. That quote, in terms of what your legacy is, it, it totally embodies Hey, what, do you remember the quote, Levar? The quote, Levar? I could not give it back to you. I, I would have to look at it. But it, it basically kind of embodies you're working to be great. And it doesn't matter right. if you're working in your, your work life or in your personal life, uh, if it's your leisure or or not, you're always doing things in a way where you can't decipher between the two. It's right. like, is he working or is he having fun? It doesn't matter because no matter what it is that is being done, I'm ultimately trying to be and, the best that I can possibly be. And I always say that, you know, it doesn't matter what you do in life. If you love what you do, then it's not work. That's a fact. Yeah. If you love what you do, it's not work. And I always believe that. You know, I, and I'll say this because you're not always in a position to do exactly what it is that you love. But if you love competing, if you love being great, if you love making a difference, that to me is is an ultimate. It's it's a it's a difference maker. You know, they're, they're, you're not gonna you're not gonna like everything about everything you love, and in those moments, you got to figure out. How do you give the same effort? How do you handle it with the same grace or the same approach that you would? And it's just all about how you create a standard for yourself and, and how you want to be perceived, how you want to be received, and, and, and the results that you're going for. I, I just, you know, for me, I, I feel like it's such a dope thing. Like, you know, I, we, do, we do radio, right? And, and, and we, do, we do broadcasting. We, we do media and and so many so many times I'm asked like you know how do you like doing media do you do you like it it's like something that kind of came about just because I didn't like the way people talked about me you know it's like mm-hmm. it, there was such a misnomer so many misnomers so many like wrong conclusions about who I am as a person like could I put two sentences together you know, different things. Like even when I met TJ, like just the the amount of of misconceptions or or non accurate. Like even when I met y'all, like the things that I had heard about y'all. Like I just always wanted to be a part of being something positive and and being raw and and being real and. And so that's why I love doing media and I love doing what I'm doing because we get an opportunity to speak real. Like like Don and Scott have given us an opportunity to be on a platform where we could be nationally syndicated just speaking real. 
You know, we don't get to use profanity or anything like that. We're not on podcasts or anything where it's raw and uncut like that raw. But this is as raw and as real as you get. And I love to be able to have the opportunity for us to paint the picture of who we are and, and ultimately have the ability to, to help give others the opportunity to paint the picture that they paint. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's pretty cool because, I mean, everybody told me y'all were a-holes when I met, you know, before I met y'all. <laughs> and I know y'all was told a, a few things about what, what oh, I was. Wow. And you know what? Like, I mean, honestly, like, people wouldn't people wouldn't sit there and be like, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushman's out, and Plexico Burris are going to do an intelligent radio show every week. Like, they wouldn't do that. Like, that's they not. Said, they might have said radio show. They probably would have left out the word intelligent. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> it's certainly, I, I mean. There's always going to be what people draw up as their conclusions or what their, you know, what their perceptions of reality are going to be. And then to have the opportunity to actually put yourself in a position where you can dispel some of those rumors and you can you can make it so that who you are really shines through and what it is that you're doing. And, and we're fortunate enough to have the opportunity to do that in uh in this this radio forum so anyway shots out to Rashad Jennings man that's a dope dope quote dope uh interview I had with him you want to hear the whole entire uh interview just check out up on game podcast uh it's on under up on game presents actually it's wherever you get your podcast uh you can check it out so shots out to him uh on the other side of the break we're gonna bring in our boy yeah that's right Rhett Butler is in again we got a big ass fight tonight y'all boy plant and and Benavidez how you say it Benavidez Benavidez Benavidez. Yeah, I, I just call him David B. I mean, the dude is a, a knockout artist. And, and I'll tell you what, he's going up against a, a pretty awesome fighter. Both were champions. Both One is a champion. So we'll talk to our man, Rhett Butler, from Pretty Left Hook about that uh, on the other side of this break. You're listening to Up On Game. That's TJ Hushman's eyes, Plexico Burris. I'm LeVar Arrington, Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back. Fight it. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, 
sets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Welcome back in. Sup on game. That's right. Hey, listen, our next guest coming on, the dude is a critically acclaimed uh, fight game analyst, a uh, 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 journalist, just just all around well-rounded uh, media personality that covers uh, all aspects of the fight game. Our man, Rhett Butler from Pretty Left Hook Podcast on the Up On Game Network. You can get him at Rhett. Butler, that's Rhett E. Butler on the Twitter sphere. Um, there's a big fight. David Benavidez, that's how you say it. Benavidez. Benavidez and my man Caleb Plant. They're going to get it on tonight. Um, Rhett, you in? You here? You present? Absolutely. Yeah. Amazing, amazing fight tonight, guys. Super middleweight action at, at its best. David Benavidez, Caleb Plant. First and foremost, everybody got to stop saying the best and not fighting the best. You're only talking about Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford at this point. There we David go. David Benavidez versus Caleb Plant is a huge fight. And honestly, candidate for fight of the year, VAR. I hear you. Guys, this is going to be amazing for multiple reasons. There's real bad blood. It is not manufactured, folks. They had a fight in 2018 in the gym. Namely, Jose Benavidez Jr., which is David's uh, older brother. They don't like this guy, Caleb Plant. They all have known each other from the amateurs. And it's deeply rooted bad blood, not only from not liking each other through the ropes and the little fight that they had where basically the Benavidez brothers beat up Plant's trainer at the time. But really, when we get down to it, Caleb feels like the Benavidez family had talked some trash about the death of his daughter, who died at 19 months, unfortunately, of pneumonia. So this is like really deep-seated in terms of how each team feels about each other, and there's a lot to prove on the line tonight. Wow. Hmm. Now, when you you look at this fight, I look at it from the perspective of Benavidez, the way he comes at you in the fight is he's going to pressure you. He's going to throw a ton of punches. When Caleb Plant fought Canelo, he succumbed to the pressure. Was it more mental than physical? And I'm a big fan of his new trainer, uh, Bradman, just just the way he Mm. mentally breaks fights down and helps his fighters out. Do you believe he's going to be able to help Plant get over the hurdle? Because when he fought Darrell, I don't know if – that may be fool's gold thinking Caleb Plant is a one-punch knockout artist. Right. No, that's a great point. I do think he can help Plant get deeper into the fight, similar to what he did with Canelo. Um, I think that Caleb Plant has a great shot tonight, but to be quite honest, and I'm going to give my prediction a little early, I do think this is going to be David Benavidez's night. 
Benavidez right now is on a three knockout streak yeah. against great guys. His last fight, he knocked out David Lemieux. Yeah, he got a little bit of miles on him, but David Lemieux is still a top-tier fighter. I mean, at this point, David Benavidez is on a crash course with Canelo Alvarez. Everybody feels like Canelo's been ducking David Benavidez. And for Caleb Plant, yes, all he has to do is look good tonight, to be quite honest. I don't see him winning, but I do think that if he looks great, it says enough about his new trainer, to your point. But I think that David Benavidez is a go-forward fighter. He's a true Mexican fighter. And he got a lot right now to keep his zero alive as well as get to that Canelo Alvarez shot. Mm. He doesn't only have zeros, Rhett. He's he's blanking people like with, with that, that he's zero. Blanking like, he is like he's knocking <laughs> them out. Like he, they don't he, they don't want to yeah. fight him. They don't want to fight David. They don't want to fight him. They don't want to fight him. He's the boogeyman. He's the boogeyman in the super middleweight division. And to be quite honest, you're talking about a Mexican from Arizona versus eventually, if he's successful tonight, a true Mexican from Mexico and Canelo. That is a huge, huge fight. Canelo's next fight is in Guadalajara, Jalisco, Mexico, his hometown. So we know fight, that Canelo is fighting nobody. Fight nobody. He's fighting nobody, but it's a stay busy fight for the to get into the winner of Plant Benavides. Mm. And guess what? Benavides could have took a stay busy fight against Jose Uzacategui. But he decided to fight Plant because he knows we wanted the respect. So what did he do? Let me take Caleb Plant, who I know really wants this, has a huge chip on his shoulder, and really don't like me. That's a huge risk for Benavidez right now. There's what, been, what, go ahead, go. Ahead, go ahead. What, 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 do, what, do, what do you make of yesterday in the weigh-in with Plant putting his finger in Benavidez's face? And <laughs> Benavidez just kind of took it. He kind of responded, but he didn't respond the way I thought he would have. You know what? We get paid on Saturday night, TJ. Listen. Give me my money, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm doing what Benavidez is doing. I'm going to stay focused. Yeah, it's cool. It's cute. We get it paid Saturday night, though. So you're saying it was Apollo Creed and Ivan Drago. Hey, hey so, so – <laughs> all right, so I wanted to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying about the, the whole, um, you know, fight, fighting. Uh, man, why am, I, why am I blanking on my guy? Uh, oh, Canelo? Thank you. So – yeah. If 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 this fight were to happen, because I, I know Canelo has has evolved. Like I saw the Canelo uh Mayweather fight. I saw that in person, actually. I was there. Um he's he's evolved a whole lot. He's matured a ton Absolutely. since that fight. How much has he how much has he changed? How much has his game evolved from then, Rhett? And how, how much does that play a part in having a fight like this on the horizon for Canelo? Would, would, would Canelo actually be in danger of losing this fight? I thought Floyd was in danger of losing that fight to Canelo. How? I, I thought he was in danger. And on it, what planet? Oh, it was. And Canelo didn't win more than three rounds against <laughs> Floyd. Going into that fight, that was the most legit fight that, that Floyd had to lose. And no of any chance. Other fight. No chance. Another, name another fight that he had any type of odds of losing that fight versus Man, that guy. Made him look like a child. Man, Canelo didn't win more than three rounds, LaVar. <laughs> Canelo, uh, uh, oh my there gosh. would never be a rematch I, because I understand. Canelo got embarrassed so bad on this fight that it, he would not even attempt I mean, some people to thought step in the it, ring it, Going into that fight. Some people thought that Oscar De La Hoya was going to beat Mayweather. Nah. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. That was before Floyd became Floyd. Like, that you was gotta, way early. When was he not Floyd? F- later on in his career, well, when it became Money yeah. Mayweather, and, and it right. became what it was, the only person in that era where everybody was paying attention to the money team and all this other stuff, 
Canelo was the fight. Yes or no, Rhett? Just tell me I'm wrong. Was no, that no, not the right. fight? I mean, what, no, he's not no, right about right. that. Was, that was the Canelo, fight. Canelo, wasn't, Canelo was up and coming at that time. He wasn't what he is today, so it was not the fight because he wasn't what he is oh, today. Please. I mean, that, no, okay. But, but, but to Var's point, Canelo was the young gun aiming for a guy that everybody said was cherry-picking. We all know Floyd is the best, but people were claiming he was cherry-picking, and we do know that Canelo at that time was at a prime. He was a young guy. That was a prime. Up, but that was a dangerous fight, for sure, to Vars' point. It was a dangerous <laughs> fight. That's, a, that's exactly. what, And that's what it was built up to be. Name, name another, Y'all saying Oscar De La Hoya. Like, that's in the beginning. That's when Floyd was Canelo. Like, to exactly. me, when you're Very looking at that fight between Canelo and Floyd, that was the fight that everyone said, if there's a fight out there for Floyd to lose, right. this would be the right. fight. I'm not I'm not making that up. That's what everybody was saying. Right, I'm not, right. That's and, and, not and, an and, opinion. And, I'm just telling y'all and, what was being stated. Right. I don't know how many people thought Canelo was going to beat Floyd. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I didn't. I'm going to look back at the boxing odds for that year, but I think what it did was it solidified that Floyd is an excellent tactician. And Canelo got a boxing lesson for sure. Yes, he but did. But to Var's original question, I think that Canelo right now in the super middleweight division is on a tear. He clearly is out of his depth with Dmitry Bivol in light heavyweight division. He tried to do it after he beat Sergey Kovalev. However, Dmitry Bivol is another completely different animal. And to be quite honest, in super middleweight division, I think David Benavidez is more akin to Dmitry Bivol. So for, to answer your question directly, LeVar, Canelo has a lot on his hands with David Benavidez. This is the guy that could usurp the crown at the super middleweight um, level, and Canelo has all the belts. Tonight is for the interim WBC super middleweight, so it's a direct line for Canelo's. Um, and watch what he do. After, watch what. Watch what he. Watch what he does after this. Is he gonna fight him? It looked like he been ducked. Mm-hmm. And people keep David Morrell can fight too. It's not too many people won't. They don't want to fight him either. Absolutely, absolutely. Who are you saying Canelo's gonna duck him? Yeah, I'm saying that. What do you think, right? I hope right? not because I, I think Canelo's taking all challenges right now. But, you know, boxing politics are boxing politics. we got to see. But I think anything can happen. And I do think Canelo wants to continue this line in his career of taking the right guys. Yes, we know John Ryder is a tune-up fight, so we're going to count him out. But guess what? That's for Mexico, right? Beat up a guy for the fans. He ain't fought home in a long time. <laughs> hey, but you know back. what he says, though, Rhett? Hey, LeVar, so this is what Canelo has said. I don't want to fight Benavidez because he hasn't fought anybody, but you'll fight three and four other guys that have never fought anyone either. But he can't say that after tonight, though. Right. I'm just saying. He can't so say it after I'm tonight. Saying. So is this, is, this is a prove-it. So this is a step-up prove-it fight for, for Benavidez. Yeah. And his WBC belt will be on the line if he doesn't take a fight against the winner of tonight's um, fight. Oh, huh. so Absolutely. it's almost like a mandatory type of deal? Yeah, because this is for the interim. So after that, you have to go and fight the real cha- the real champion. Which Ooh, is I love that. That's our you man, Rhett, Rhett Butler, man. Pretty left hook podcast on up on Game Network. Anything else you working on? Uh, you, 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 you know, I know you we, you write for Shadow League. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. what else you got going on before we let you go, my guy? Man, we working on a whole lot, man. Just all day representing that up on game brand. You know yeah, what we're yeah. doing, man. Check us out all day at Pretty Left Hook Podcast on IG. Everything Var, TJ, and Plax are doing, man. It's one family. Let's go. Hey, pretty left hook followed by right cross. 
Bang, bang. We appreciate you. And you know what, guys? If you're still overpaying for a razor in this economy, it's Mm. gross. With the Dollar Shave Club, you can get a top-shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club is available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That is it. That is the ad. But you know what it isn't it for? My man Isaac Lohenkron. Well, until he finishes this update, that is. What's up, Alo? What you got? You guys have been particularly feisty today. Yeah, you and know, because like TJ it. was on FS1, man. Yeah. You know, that's all. all right. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's all this is, Ilo. But that's I also all. like the passion that you have in talking about the, uh, the, 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 the fight game. The sweet science, if yeah, you will. I mean, it is a sweet yeah, science. You know. Mm-hmm. A back- mix of pugilism and, and strength and skill, yeah. right? All right. You know what? Back in the day, I uh, had some boxing experience under my belt. You know what my main strength was? What was it? Bleeding. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. They get get, get <laughs> hey, opened up, huh? They said I had the fastest clotting time in the state. Oh, wow. Beat that. Thank you. You had to bleed a lot for them to figure I'm that out. I'm telling you. Huh? Oh, okay. We're going to... We're gonna go from. We're gonna go from. <laughs> what you say, Plex? Wait a minute. Yeah, Plex. What? So that means you was getting chipped up. <laughs> I prefer to think of it as lulling my foes into a false sense of security. Yeah, there right? it is. Yeah, from, there it is. From boxing to baseball today, New York Yankees manager Aaron Boone told reporters starting pitcher Luis Severino going to miss at least his first start of the regular season due to a low grade right lat strain and will most likely go on the injured list to begin the regular season. The Elite Eight of the NCAA Tournament tips off tonight starting at 6.09 Eastern with the East Region Championship game between three-seed Kansas State and nine-seed Florida Atlantic followed at 8.49 Eastern by the West Region Championship game between three-seed Gonzaga and four-seed UConn. You know, it's the first time in NCAA Tournament history that all four one-seeds have been gone before the Elite Eight because on Friday night, one-seed Alabama lost to five-seed San Diego State, San Diego State in the Elite Eight for the first time ever. One seed Houston dispatched by five seed Miami. Miami in the Elite Eight for the second straight season. Also advancing to the Elite Eight on Friday night. Texas for the first time in 15 years. And Creighton for the first time since 1941. Wow. Fellas, back to you. <laughs> well, we hey, hey, I, hey, I just scout report. <laughs> <laughs> they say, man, I'll tell you one thing about that guy, Isaac Lohenkron. He hasn't won a lot of fights, but a guy sure can't take a punch. <laughs> <laughs> Great clotting time. <laughs> See, I take that as a compliment. <laughs> no weaknesses. <laughs> you got to be able to take that punch, Aloe, and I appreciate it, man. You know what? And a man that can admit that he can take a punch and clot up quick, man, I tell you what, that takes a special dude. I, I, yeah, I will say that. My tactics included Screaming and begging. Back to you. (laughs) Wolverine. (laughs) Screaming and begging. Hey, hey, all right, guys. So just real quick, uh, I wanted to get y'all's thoughts on Thursday night flexing. And after this, you know, coming up on the other side of this, we do have up on game, down on game. Just so you guys know, we will wrap up the show with that. But uh, the NFL is talking about creating a flex schedule for Thursday night. Are you in on this? Do you feel good about it? Uh, do you like it? Do you hate it? I I I'm I have a mixed bag on it because I'm I'm trying to figure out how do you go about doing it successfully um without messing up, you know, somebody's, you know, somebody's week, you know, once we get into the set season of what the schedule is going to be. Like I can understand maybe flexing a a Sunday night game, 
but but changing the game altogether could be to yeah, me that could prove difficult. I don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm. I'm wondering if you guys. You know, y'all tell me I'm I mean, wrong all the time. So I hope y'all so two give, things, give me a solution here. Two there things, is no this solution. Is, this is way off subject. I just got a video sent to me. My son's basketball team. He goes to the free throw line with no time left. Down one. We won the game. I just got to put that out. Shouts out to crew. Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, crew. Hey, knock both free throws down. And it was funny. We was just talking about the young lady from Utah that missed the free throws against LSU last night, felt so bad yeah, for us sitting on the bench yeah. crying. Um, and we, I was just talking to him about that. But on the football. Yeah. Man, this is shots out to crew, y'all. You know what I want to say, man? What you got? Uh, listen to TJ and what he just said. His son is out there. Go you know, shout out. Go and shout out, football. But No, not, not my son. Oh, okay. We are out here giving – all our fans, all this good up on game, game. commentary, game. and TJ is here with us today, and his, his man is out there competing yeah. with the basketball game. Shots That's- out to TJ. Shots out to TJ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But talking about the football, like on the field, we as players, we may not like getting flexed in the Thursday, or you may have two short weeks or whatever it may be. No. But on the back end of that, if you, if you have a coach and – a staff that knows what they're doing in the medical staff, you can get some rest after that. To me, this is the concern. It's not so much the players because we, we can adjust. We'll adapt. The, that week of practice will be pretty much a walkthrough every day. This is the problem that I have with it is what about the fans that have purchased tickets That's to that Thursday one. night game that now gets flexed out of Thursday night? Yeah. What if you didn't? You knew you were going. You don't get insurance on your tickets. Um, what happens with your flight? Yeah, that's a good one. So that that's money that or you hotel lose. room or whatever it may be. Now, yeah. I mean, and, granted, and, and you could turn, probably cancel it, but you know, and know. and yeah, cancel it, and you lose money. In turn, what about the people that are going to watch that team play that Sunday? That now game got pushed to Thursday. You're out of that as well. And, and so the NFL in football is the best sport in the world, but it's the best sport in the world because of the support of the fans. And we got to be aware and cognizant of that and, and make sure it's not affecting the people that come to watch us play their livelihood and the amount of money they spend to watch. We, we can't take that for granted. And so if they can figure out a way to make that work, we as players – we may not like it, but we'll adjust to we'll, we'll adjust to that. We'll we'll adjust to that. I, I believe <clears throat> the players may not like it, but again, we'll figure out a way to make it work and play uh, good football. Uh, the players may not like it. The adjustment. Listen, I've had a game flexed. Well, I think in '05 we were playing the Kansas City Chiefs in in uh, in the Meadowlands, and they flexed us from one o'clock to eight o'clock game because we were playing really well, but. When you when you play a Sunday game and you go into the meeting Monday, that is when the coach and the NFL informs you that your game has been flexed for the following week, not three days before. Exactly. You know, so and and a player's mindset. You know what, man? You know, I, I got a chance to get my body together. You know, uh, get some soreness out. Whatever the case may be, but your preparation changes from. 
Thursday night games are Sunday games. So I just don't see how they can up and come up with this idea and think that it is beneficial to the teams and the players that are going out there and putting this product on the football field every Sunday. How can you go from a Sunday game, you know what, we just got flexed to Thursday. And it makes no sense at all hey, for anybody. You know what's crazy, though, Plex? I didn't have this, but probably a couple times in my career. LeVar maybe could talk about this. There's times where it's Wednesday's practice and guys are like, man, I'm just now starting to feel good from Sunday. It's Wednesday. The game was on Sunday. So you go Monday, Tuesday, and literally on Wednesday, they're like, man, I'm barely starting to feel good. And to turn around and have to play tomorrow, that's tough. But, I mean, we'll adjust. Guys do adjust. I mean, guys do adjust. And, and, and I mean, what about the teams going into the bye week? <laughs> Are you going to flex a team that's going into the bye week for a Thursday night game? Uh, I, is I, that, I, is I that possible? That, I don't think so. I doubt that they would flex a team that's going into their bye. Uh, it, would, it would probably be a game. Like, like, say, for instance, they had a game that was two teams that they assumed were going to be two, two good matchups for Thursday night. They don't end up being good. So – they both have that game that night. You're going to take a game that's on that slate of games that day or that week, and you're going to say, we're going to put this game in place of that game and put y'all back, you know, in regular 1A, 1 p.m. or, or you know, uh, 11. What, what is it, 1 or 4? Right, so basically, one, so basically one, what you're saying is you're going to end up with two teams playing on a Thursday night game. They're 2 and 10, yeah. and 1 is 1 and 11, yeah. and we're going to let them go. Well, you know what? We're going to take y'all off Monday night or Sunday night football. We're going to let y'all play on a Thursday night football ship. And, uh, no, go they're going to take, the take them off the Thursday night and put them on a Sunday and put them No, out. no. The Sunday night and the Monday night uh, platform is not bigger than Thursday night, LaVar. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But the Thursday night is still, that's the only game. That is the only game. And you're trying to get ratings. That's why you're going for a Thursday night game. So if you're going for an audience on on a Thursday night game, you're not going to put your poor games on a Thursday night because it isn't it doesn't have as much of a draw as Monday night. Okay, so when you flex the Sunday night when you flex a Sunday game to a Thursday night game, who is playing in that slot that you that you're flexing that's that game what from? I'm saying that that's that's going to come down to how successful the teams are that are on that slate of games. I would assume hey, two teams their whole week will be just you got to adjust. Uh, to but it, affect, it affects it affects four teams though because it, somebody it is already teams. somebody is already playing on that Thursday night. Oh yeah, the four teams. You know what they're saying? Uh, maybe one or both of these teams. You guys suck. Sorry, figure it out. <laughs> and, and the Thursday night That's team basically. is like, and the Thursday night original team is like, thank you for letting us play on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So to speak, sure. We don't <laughs> have a short, we don't have a short week. Exactly. We don't have a short week. But that team that's pretty good, those teams that are pretty good, they're going to have a shorter week because they're going to get flexed to playing on a Thursday night on on what would be considered. I mean, what I don't know what platform they're going to be on this year. It, it, it doesn't Amazon. benefit anybody. It's going to be Amazon again. Yeah, and I and I believe because if we recall, man, this this past season, them Thursday night games, let's call it what it is. They were trash, bro. Yeah, man, they were so uncompet. They weren't competitive games, and so I believe they're trying to put more competitive games on Thursday night that I think this is one of the bigger reasons behind it because it w- they were just bad games. Yep, you're listening to Up On Game. That's TJ Hushman's out. It's Plexico Burst. I'm LeVar Arrington. On the other side of the break, the Elite Eight tips off today. Yeah, we're going to uh, 
We're going to place our up on game, down on game bets, all right? Take a quick break. It's Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back to wrap up the show. All Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. All right, all right. Welcome back into the Up On Game. Well, it's the TireRack.com studio, and we're live. Yep, it's TJ Hushmanzada. It's Plexico Burris. I'm LeVar Arrington. It's time for the progressive play of today. Of the day is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. That'll do it for the first time in NCAA history. Not only are the San Diego State Aztecs going to the Elite Eight, but the Mountain West will be represented in the Elite Eight. They knock off the number one overall seed, the Alabama Crimson Tide, 71-64. Yep, and that was brought to you by Westward. What is it, Westward 1? Westwood one. There you go. Westwood yeah, yeah, one. Westwood, Westwood one. one. All right. There you go with the call with the play of the day. Uh, if you missed anything, make sure you check us out at Up On Game. Uh, search it up. Uh, you could catch anything and everything that you may have missed uh, during the course of the show. Uh, check out our podcast, too. I mean, you know, subscribe. Go go to the website, you know, Up On Game. Uh, dot Network is pretty 
pretty fly, pretty fly spot to go check out what we got going on with all our shows and everything that we're doing. So go give it a go. Um, without further ado, let's jump into this up on game, down on game. All right, we won't do any imaging today because obviously <laughs> we don't know that we have imaging, but th- that's all right. Let's just jump into it. You got me? Let's, yeah, let's I got ju- you. All right, let's get going and and let's let's it's the elite eight. Let's let's we got the lines on them. Let's 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 knock this down. In fact, by the way, last I checked on the the iHeartMedia Sports Fox Sports Radio uh, list of of talents that are picking in this this. Uh, this this March Madness uh, bracket, I'm I'm higher than both guys that are on this show right now. So, all right, we'll 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 go. Hey, Lavar, who'd you pick? I think I'm rated. I think I'm ranked fifth right now with everything that's taking place, and it, it's ahead of you, and it is ahead of. And that just goes uh, to show Plexico. you, man, with with the way it's on number one seeds and the turmoil of what's going on, anybody can win. Oh, uh, well, I'm ahead of you. So, all right, let's let's do this uh this elite 8 and let's see what we got going on here and and I'll win this one today as well. Let's let's go. Let's do this. All right, today's elite 8 action. We've got Kansas State taking on Florida Atlantic University. Yep. FAU. Uh Kansas State favored by 2 points. Who you guys got? <sighs> favored by 2. Kansas State. Man, I gotta take Kansas, Kansas State. Marquise yeah. Noel, right. Keontae Johnson. I'm taking the Wildcats of Kansas State. I'll give up the two. Yeah, man. Based off of what I saw yesterday, man, I think they're the best team in the tournament moving forward. Not just because they took down my mighty Spartans, but just just watching how they operate on offense and Marquise Noel being the, the the floor general for that team. He is the team. So I am going with. State, uh, Kansas State. I got to tell you, Florida Atlantic is having a, a magical year. They're having an amazing season. I Man, think nobody's talking about it. It's crazy. I, well, I'm about to tell you now. I think FAU takes this game. I think they beat Kansas State. So there you go. I'm, I'm picking them straight up. Forget the points. Uh, FAU is going to win this game. Mm. All right. Second <laughs> game of today, we got. <laughs> ha. That's why I'm winning. We've got UConn taking on Gonzaga. UConn is actually favored in this one by two and a half. I'm going to go first and keep the theme the same. Gonzaga is going to win this one as well, straight up. Here we go. Man, wow. I feel like I feel like every year we do the same thing with Gonzaga, man. They, they play in this conference where they really don't play against any other teams. I guess I, Mount St. Mary's is the best team that they play in, the, in their conference. And every year they seem to end up in the same spot, but they have yet to, uh, you know, cross the threshold of getting to the Final Four since Mark, what, what, uh, Matt Morrison, Morrison. Mark Morrison or whatever yeah, his name yeah. was. Adam Morrison. Adam Morrison to win a national championship. So I just think that they won't win this game and Gonzaga just continues to disappoint when they get in the tournament. Mm. So you got UConn. Are you taking the points? No, I'm taking UConn with the outright money line victory. All right. Okay. All right. Man, the way Coach Hurley has the Huskies playing, Gonzaga's always been that team. They just, oh, they should win the national. They can't get over the hump. To me, this is more of a pick game. I believe if you watch UConn's first two games, they started off slow, came back in the second half to win it. The game against Arkansas, they controlled that from start to finish. I'm going to roll with LeVar here, and I'm going to go with Gonzaga to pull this out. Uh, 
to make that three against UCLA the way they did and fight back, I'm going to take the Zags. Yeah. All right, let's go. We got to go quick, too. All right, we got San Diego State at Creighton, and then Creighton is favored by two. Mm, I'm going San Diego State. I'm taking Creighton. I'm taking San Diego State. They just beat who I thought was going to win it all in Alabama. I'm taking the Aztecs. I'm taking Creighton. Go ahead. All right, Miami and Texas. Texas by four. Texas. Texas, UT. I'm going with Miami. This guy. Is that all of them? Yeah, there it is. We out. Peace. Yeah. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible, if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com.